0: It's the show where the topics are topical, but not typical. This is Atypically
1: Topical with Mindy and Josh. Yes, welcome back. We have a new episode this time. Sorry about last week, but hopefully you guys enjoyed the very rough <laughs> first episode <laughs> where we had no segments, but good content still. Um, yeah. I am Josh, and I'm here with. She forgot her name. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> i'm mindy mindy's here with me as usual yeah um,
0: my, my family is over the here over the weekend so yeah
1: we had a lot of stuff going on so we had one on on the back burner that we couldn't post in case of uh that kind of situation but
0: But now we don't have anything i
1: know now we're gonna have to bank an episode or something
0: well it's a three-day weekend so maybe we could do it yeah it we something. could do another
1: one um but yeah we have any new episode same old segments um this one's going to be about dating and relationships So Should be interesting
0: mm-hmm.
1: Mindy, how would you describe your Your dating life? Um, Seems very diverse
0: Yeah, you know, I go out with a lot of men And <laughs> I get all the free drinks You're
1: saying it uh, Like it's in, happening in the present
0: <laughs> It's a joke it's, uh, Okay, you just ruined it <laughs> But I mean, when I was dating Before um, I guess like the I didn't date until I was like 19 or 20 mm-hmm. because I, w- I was going through my like awkward teen years like and so like no one wanted to date me back <laughs> in high school
1: mm-hmm.
0: and so that's like from like 19 to like 20 well until I really met you really I was like dating around and you know with like people like that would hit on me in, in random places and then uh, but, like friends that were like they liked me and I didn't know and they like asked me to dinner and I thought it was like a friend thing oh yeah and... I feel
1: like that happens to girls a lot
0: yeah so I mean it was a good run <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
1: like guys like I guess around like late teens and, and 20s and stuff they just take any little thing as like a sign that a yeah, girl you know, likes it's... him like if she's remotely nice to him he's like oh
0: yeah and and you know me like i'm a nice person (laughs) Mm -hmm. like if you're not an asshole to me i'm gonna be nice to you
1: yeah
0: so like it's not it's like and sometimes it's just like i don't know like there's many times where like um i like was thinking we were one thing like just friends and then the next like they like kiss me or like (laughs) yeah that's super awkward like the only friend that like i never had that with was jeremy yeah. Like Jeremy and I were just always like good friends.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I've I'd never have been so bold as to like just try to kiss a girl, thinking that there was a something there. Yeah. Um, yeah I'd have to be sure, or we'd have to be in something already. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I
0: don't know. It's um, cr- yeah. it's, d- dating is different for women. Guys
1: are uh, guys can be pretty desperate, which as you'll learn in my story. Oh okay. <laughs> But, um, yeah, that's a little Mm -hmm. teaser. But, um, yeah, so I assume you found something from history.
0: Yes, I did. About
1: this topic, so uh, let's go ahead and get into it, because I feel like it might be kind of long.
0: It is going to be kind of long. Okay. So this is about (laughs) John Lennon and his relationships.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. Interesting. I only know about one. Yeah, Yoko? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. No, not her. okay. (laughs) Who's
1: the other one?
0: Yeah, Sandra. <laughs> we're close. <laughs> well, not really. Just kidding. <laughs>
1: okay. Because it's a girl name.
0: Exactly. Right. That ends with an A. All
1: right. Angela.
0: Okay. So um, let me talk about his first relationship. His first relationship was with Cynthia Powell. Okay. Have you heard of her? No. So he met her in 1957. She was 18 and he was 17. Um, and they were students at Liverpool College of Art. Um, and initially Powell was intimidated by Lennon's attitude and appearance, but she, um, heard that he was obsessed with the French actress, Brigitte Bardot, I guess. And so she dyed her hair blonde and then John Lennon asked her out, but she said she was engaged and he screamed out, I didn't ask you to fucking marry me, did I? (laughs) Damn. Yeah. Aggressive. Yeah, it, and yeah, it gets worse. And so... So
1: he didn't, like, ask her out until she dyed her hair blonde?
0: I guess so. Because <laughs> he, he, he really liked that actress. Yeah, um, I guess so. So when... So, like, he would... She would go to, like, their gigs, like, the um, Beatles gigs before they got famous. And they would travel, like, around and all that stuff. And then it said that Je- uh, L- John Lennon was really jealous and it really grew possessive over her. And so, so far that it led to anger and physical, physical violence. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So so that's a kind of, that's, that this relationship is not good.
1: Yeah, that's not good.
0: Um, and so he he learned that Cynthia was pregnant and he said, quote, there's only one thing for its sin. We'll have to get married, which is a great way to start a marriage. Yeah. (laughs) Um, That's the
1: number one reason you should.
0: Yeah, just because you're pretty.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Anyways. So they had they married in August 23rd and um and the, they like they got married just before like Beatlemania started to take off across yeah. the UK. Um so like he actually performed on the evening of his wedding day. And he would continue to do so <laughs> almost daily from then on. <laughs> so he was yeah, it's like He's gone most of the time I guess
1: yeah
0: um so so he she was kind of worried that fans would kind of like be alienated by the idea that um there's a beetle that was married so they kind of like kept their marriage secret because I guess they wanted like girls rest- to like think That he was available and that would make him more attractive and stuff. So, like, no one really knew about his marriage. Well,
1: that's kind of accepting of her, I guess. Yeah. Like, whatever can help him. Even mm -hmm. though it could mean girls are all over him and stuff.
0: Yeah. But, I mean, I I, I don't know. Especially with the
1: rock lifestyle.
0: Yeah. And, you know, (laughs) I think, like, part of it also is that I feel like she, like, wasn't really into the marriage in the first place. So, she was just like, whatever. Yeah, just do what you want. Yeah. So on April 8th, 1963, Julian was born. Um, John Lennon was on tour at the time, and I didn't see his son until three days later. Um, So they have Julian? Yeah, Julian Lennon. That's his son. Um, And we'll talk about him later. Um, So after his birth, this is like about the time where he met Yoko Ono. And there's like two versions of how they met. Uh, so the first version is by the Lennons they say that on November ninth, on November 1966 Lennon went to an Inca gallery in London where Ono was preparing her conceptual art exhibit and they were introduced by the gallery owner um, John Dunbar Lin, uh, oh that's the owner's name John Dunbar mm. so John Lennon was intrigued by Ono's hammer and nail which I really don't know what that means mm-hmm. um said patrons hammered a nail into a wooden board, creating the art piece, which is kind of stupid. (laughs) Um, And although the exhibition had not yet began, Lennon wanted to hammer a nail into the clean board, but Ono stopped him. Dunbar asked her, don't you know who this is? He's a millionaire. He might buy it. And then Ono, like, supposedly not heard of the Beatles, but relented on, on the condition that Lennon pay her five shillings. To which Lennon replied, I'll give you an imaginary five shillings and, um, and hammer and an imaginary nail. In. Which is, like, this is such a weird interaction. Like, what what's happening here is just, like, 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 60s hipsters. Like, these are the yeah. hipsters nope. in 60s. <laughs> it
1: reminds me of when, uh, on The Office, when Dwight was handing us root bucks. Oh, yeah. And, uh. Stan Stanley was like he was just not having any part of it. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about I'll give you five Stanley Nichols if you shut up or something <laughs> and he's like and Dwight's like, wait, how does um how do shroot bugs convert to Stanley Nichols? And he's like Yeah, it was uh he was like really sarcastic about it. I love that part. <laughs> so yeah. go ahead.
0: Yeah. Um so so after that Ono oh subsequently related that Lennon had taken a bite out of an apple on display in her work Apple. Much to her fury. I guess she just had an apple on display. Mm-hmm. That's what I assume. This is, her art is weird. Yeah.
1: Um Oh yeah, I know. Have you heard her singing? No. She sings. Okay, I will I'll pull up a clip for the end of this.
0: Yeah, I I know she's a singer. And uh, she, that's she, a
1: loose definition.
0: But and like she just like dance clubs and stuff but like
1: oh my God. Mm-hmm.
0: so the second version told by Paul McCartney is that in the late nineteen nineteen no, late nineteen sixty five Ono was in London compiling original music scores for a book. Um John Cage was working on N- notions, but Paul McCartney declined declined to give her any of his own manuscripts for the book, suggesting that Lennon might oblige. When asked Lennon gave Ono the original handwritten lyrics to quote the world. Ona began visiting and telephoning Lennon's home and then when his wife asked him for an explanation, Lennon explained that Ona was only trying to obtain money for her avant-garde bullshit.
1: <laughs>
0: which it really is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so while his wife was on holiday in Greece in May 1968, Lennon invited Ono to visit. They spent the night recording what would become the Two Virgins album, For after which he said they made love at dawn. Okay. Um, when Lennon's wife returned home, she found Ono wearing her bathrobe and um, drinking tea with Lennon, who simply said, oh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> which...
1: All right. okay
0: Well, I mean, what else can you say? Yeah. I, guess so. <laughs> uh, I hate when people are like, "This isn't what it looks like." Yeah, it wasn't so. me. <laughs> um. And so she left the house to the house to stay with a friend, and the friend later claimed that they slept together that night. So I mean, it's 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 it's, 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 it's like um, justified, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. And so a few weeks later he the the friend that she supposedly slept with informed her that Lenin was seeking divorce and custody of Julian on the grounds of her adultery with him. Which is like <laughs> you did it first though. Yeah. So Yeah, so he lost that.
1: Mhm. Good.
0: Um and so they divorced and um and yeah. So um the the case settled out on, on November nineteen sixty eight and Lennon giving her one hundred thousand pounds, which is which is like two hundred and forty thousand dollars at the time. in yeah. And a small annual payment in custody of Julian. So that's like like dollars like compared to like what he'd be making yeah. later.
1: Oh yeah. Pocket change.
0: Mhm. So two years before the Beatles disbanded, Lennon and Ono began a public protest against the Vietnam War. So this is where it's also getting weird. Mm-hmm. So they were um, so they were married on March twentieth, um, nineteen sixty nine, and spent their honeymoon at the Hilton in Amsterdam, campaigning with a leak a week long bed. Bed-in for peace. They planned their bed-in. Oh, in. yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, they just stay in bed yeah, all day. Yeah, that's where
1: the whole cover, magazine cover came.
0: Yeah.
1: For Longstone, like, that's like It's like
0: the easiest protest ever. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can do that. Let's do yeah. that this weekend. Yeah. Three-day weekend.
0: <laughs> protest um,
1: <laughs> I don't <know>. gun
0: control. <laughs> sure. Or whatever.
1: <laughs> protest what? the control of guns. guns yeah. <laughs> we want more rights for gun owners. Yes,
0: exactly. <laughs>
1: Sarcasm. Okay, go
0: ahead. Um, and so, anyways. Um, so they did another one. They were going to do it in the United States, but then they were denied. Because probably America was like, it's fucking weird. Get out of here. And <laughs> so they did it in Queen Elizabeth Hotel in Montreal. Where they recorded Give Peace a Chance.
1: Mm, yeah. Yeah. The song.
0: Mm-hmm. And so they often combined their advocacy with performance art, as in their baggism. And I was like, Bagism, what the fuck is that? So I googled it. It's a so, study of bags. <laughs> study of bags it's like a a college course. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the intent of bagism was to satirize prejudice and stereotyping. Bagism involved literally wearing a bag over one's entire body. According to John and Yoko, by living in a bag a person could not be judged by others on the basis of skin color, gender, hair length attire age or any other such attributes
1: it's like missy elliott
0: what do you mean like Miss <laughs> have
1: you seen the video where she's just wearing like a black trash bag no 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 <laughs> okay never mind then. <laughs> no, but well look just look real quick because i just pulled it up she she just has a big <laughs> black mm-hmm. trash bag
0: well i mean it's art apparently and yeah maybe
1: she's like contributing to the bagism movement
0: yeah <laughs> I don't know. He, he could be a John Lennon and was like, yeah, that, that shit is cool. <laughs> yeah. Let's do that, but with a black bag.
1: Yeah. A trash <laughs> bag. <laughs> it's stupid. Yeah. Stupid. Oh, yeah. Her performance art is very questionable.
0: Yeah. Is it art, though?
1: Mm. We'll Anyways.
0: See. so So, in April 22nd, 1989, he changed his name to Ono as his middle name. So it's like John
1: Ono oh Lennon.
0: Yeah. It's like
1: John Ono Lennon. Sorry. You yeah, laughed at least. Shut up.
0: Yeah. It,
1: it was fine. Okay. So anyways. Good. So... me a look like it wasn't.
0: <laughs> So they so um there's they did like a brief ceremony for like the changing of his name that took place in the Apple Courts building, which is like three months before the Beatles had played up there and sang Let It Be and that's like a really famous mm-hmm. video of them singing in that rooftop. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he did that, which is weird, but okay, sure. <laughs> and so, um, so this is this is kind of like a subplot to this.
1: Okay.
0: So there is a studio called ABKCO Industries. It was formed by Ellen um, Klein, and um, it's like an umbrella company to ABKCO Records. And Klein hired uh, May Pang as a receptionist in 1969. So about the time like he changed his name. Okay. Um, and through involvement with the project, Lennon and Onum. Met her the following year and became their personal assistant. So she's like working with them and mm. stuff. And so she, she had been working with them for three years, and then Ona confided that she and Lennon were, were becoming estranged. Duh. And so, <laughs> yeah. And so she went on to suggest that Ping should begin a physical relationship with Lennon by telling her he likes you a lot. What? Yeah.
1: So she's trying to set him up. Yeah, with her. Okay. And she
0: was 22 at the time.
1: All right.
0: So she was like, "What?" <laughs> um, but he, she eventually agreed to become his companion, and the pair soon moved to California, be, beginning
1: in an what 18th, the hell?
0: yeah an 18-month period he later called the "Lost Weekend," which is longer than a weekend, yeah. but whatever. It's <laughs> you can do it. Maybe the hell he in, works.
1: The, in the Liverpool. That's how long. The... <laughs> That's
0: how it works in Britain. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, so, in Los Angeles, Ping encouraged Lennon to develop a regular contact with Julian, whom he had not seen in two years. Yeah. He also rekindled friendships with Starr, McCartney, and Beatles, Rhodey, Smell, Evans, and Harry Nilsson so it's good things you know Yeah,
1: i guess
0: while Lennon was drinking with nelson he misunderstood something peng had said and attempted to strangle her <laughs> Lennon, Lennon relented only after that he physically was no he was physically restrained by nelson so like very like toxic relationship mm-hmm. like she's trying to do all these good things for him and then yeah. he just goes and like strangles, strangles her, her
1: he misheard something
0: yeah, like, just out of anger. Like, I feel, I feel like that's his thing. Like, any, like, little thing, like, sets him off, and he resorts to, like, some kind of violence or something, you know?
1: Yeah, that's weird. Like, what could it have even been? Yeah. It's like, Did you say you prefer the Rolling Stones? Is that what you said? <laughs> you little bitch. <laughs> but I love their music, though. <laughs> I wasn't saying better than Beatles. Just good music. Yeah.
0: I mean... That'd be a good, like a decent way to die, I guess. <laughs> like defending your right your right, your likes. But anyways. Yes. So, um, so after that Lennon and Peng returned to their Manhattan apartment and they pre- prepared a spare room for Julian for him to visit. Um, Lennon who'd been inhibited by Ono on his regard began to establish contact with other relatives and friends. By December he and Peng were considering a house purchase and he refused to accept Ono's telephone calls in January 1975 he agreed to meet Ono who claimed to have found a cure for smoking um, which is sure Uh, after the meeting he failed to to return home or call Pang when Pang phoned the next day Ono told her that Lennon was unavailable because he was exhausted after a hypnotherapy session two days later Lennon reappeared at a joint dental appointment so I guess they gotta hey. do everything together including have dental appointments <laughs> and he, he was stuff and confused to such an extent that Peng believed that he had been brainwashed Lennon had told Peng that his separation from Ono was now over although Ono would allow him to continue seeing her as his mistress so like it's
1: okay was an open relationship well I guess it always kind of was
0: yeah, so like.
1: Involuntarily and then voluntarily.
0: Yeah, so like, I, 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 I like this fucking story is so <laughs> weird. Like, how. Like, oh, Yoko Ono is like fucking crazy, man.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, what the hell's a joint dental appointment? I don't know if that's worse or a joint Facebook account. <laughs> um, <laughs> Those are pretty bad.
0: Well, maybe it would be the dental appointment if they like sh- use the same like tools. Working really this tooth
1: on her and then the same tooth on me. Yeah. And then we'll go down the line.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <Ugh. laughs> no. Like even the thought of like sharing toothbrushes with you kind of creep- like grosses me out.
1: Well, yeah, that, that's a normal reaction. People shouldn't don't share tooth. Brushes, well, you guys. know,
0: my sister thought it was okay because uh, I remember uh, yeah. to her one time. And she's like, oh, you and I share toothbrushes. And I was like, what? What's wrong with you? Yeah, guys,
1: don't share toothbrushes. That's gross. <laughs> yeah,
0: don't do that. You can share saliva, <laughs> but not toothbrushes. Yeah. So anyways, um, so so they're back together. So Ono had previously suffered three miscarriages in an attempt to have a child with Lennon. When they were reunited, she became pregnant, and initially she said that she wanted to have an abortion, but then she changed her mind and agreed to have the pregnancy, um, but on the condition that Lennon adopt a role of household, of house husband, which he agreed to. All
1: right.
0: Um, So Sean Lennon was born on October 9th, 1975, when um, John Lennon was 35. Following his birth, Lennon's subsequent hiatus from music from the music industry would span five years. He had a photographer take pictures of Sean every day of his first year and created numerous drawings of him, which he were which were posthumously published in Real Love.
1: Posthumously.
0: Yeah. Whatever. That
1: means after death. I'm smart. Okay, go ahead. Yeah,
0: go ahead. Okay. Do you want to do this?
1: Post humorously, though. would yeah. be like after the comedy. Yeah,
0: there's no R in there. <laughs> so the, the drawings of Sean and Lennon later, um, probably, Lennon proudly declared that he didn't come out of my belly, but by God, I made his bones because I've attended to every real meal and how he sleeps and, the, and to the fact that he swims like a fish. What the fuck? Yeah.
1: They're both weird.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're. I, I don't like. What does that mean? I don't know.
1: I mean, I fact, can you explain some Beatles lyrics? It, it, is
0: he a good swimmer? Is the that The Beatles
1: lyrics are all kind of weird, so maybe.
0: Yeah. He was
1: on that drug. Probably. Well, I mean, on, he,
0: on he was on LSD. That's like. Yeah. That, that's why, like. Yeah, kind Lucy of, in the
1: Sky with Diamonds.
0: Well, that that will come <laughs> back later, but. Oh my god! Um,
1: how long is this shit? <laughs> We're gonna be an hour episode.
0: <laughs> well, because like that's. We still have to it. get
1: back to the other son, right? <laughs>
0: We'll get to it. (laughs) Well, well, I mean, um, I was going to say, that's part of the reason, like, the first marriage, it's, like, started to fall apart, was because he was, like, on LSD all the time.
1: Mm
0: hmm So, anyways. um, So, soon, they moved to Berkshire. Okay. And after Ono was injured in a car accident, Lennon arranged a king-size bed to be brought to the recording studio as he worked on the Beatles' last album, Abbey Road. So... She's just chilling on the bed yeah. while well, they're making like one of the most legendary albums of all time,
1: widely considered one of their best.
0: Mhm. So it's like it's crazy. That's
1: that's not awkward at all.
0: No, it's not. To uh, to to escape, to escape the um, kind of like the backlash of the band's breakup, Ona suggested that they move permanently to Manhattan, which they did on August thirty
1: first, nineteen seventy one. That's today, but. Oh,
0: yeah. (laughs) So, you did the math.
1: Years later, yeah. Yeah. Um, Like 40, uh, whatever, just go.
0: Okay, so, after an evening at at Record Plant on December 8th, 1980, Lennon and Ono returned to their Manhattan apartment in a limousine at around 10.50 p.m., they exited the vehicle and walked through the archway of the Dakota when a lone gunman named Mark David Chapman hmm. shot Lennon four mm-hmm. times in the back at close range. Lennon was rushed, uh, rushed in a police cruiser to the emergency room, um, but he was pronounced dead on arrival at 11 p.m. And earlier that evening, Lennon had actually autographed a, couple, a copy of Double Fantasy for Chapman.
1: Seriously? I didn't know yeah. that.
0: Yeah and there's like I read There's a podcast called po- Last Podcast on the Left And they go over like David Chapman And like yeah. his motivations and stuff And like he used to talk to like little people So he was, he was crazy <laughs> And like he like He
1: used to talk to little people?
0: Yeah he used to talk to little people Like he was kind of like the ruler of them or whatever Yeah and then like he like <laughs> When he was a kid he said that
1: I mean it's not it's not crazy to talk to little people
0: but I mean, this but, is when he's older, though. <laughs> like he's not a little kid when he's talking to little people. Like he's older. Okay. Um. And then he said, like, when he was, um, when he was younger, his dad had this Beatles album, and he liked it except for one Beatle, and it was John Lennon, and and I mean, yeah, it's it's a weird story. It's interesting yeah, yeah. if you if you want to find out about that. It's on last podcast on the left about Mark uh, David Chapman. It's really good. Mm. Um so anyways. Shout out. Mm. Uh, so he's still in jail by the way. Um he he was up for parole this year, but then they denied it, so he's still in jail. Mm. Um so Ona oh no, when he died said that there's no funeral for John, ending it with the words John loved and prayed for the human race, please do the same for him. His remains were cremated and um Ono scatters ashes in New York Central Park where the Strawberry Fields Memorial was mm. later created.
1: That's cool. Yeah. One of my favorite Beatles songs.
0: Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of like where I kind of ended off and Yoko Ono like did her like own thing with music and she like does things with autism too, which is like, which is cool I guess. Mm. And um and so John Julian Lennon, this, his son for his first marriage, he's now, he's 55 and mm-hmm. he's an English musician and photographer and he's the one that inspired Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Oh, okay. Those lyrics describe a picture he had drawn of a watercolor, it was a watercolor painting of his friend Lucy O'Donnell from nursery school and she was surrounded by stars.
1: Oh, I never knew that
0: Yeah, it's fun back there And then Sean Lennon, which is Yogo Ono and John Lennon's son He's a singer and songwriter and actor And he's 42 now So, like, um, I have a picture up of, like, them two together And it's like, yeah, they're John Lennon's sons
1: Oh, yeah (laughs) Yeah, they look pretty similar Yeah
0: Uh, Even though, like, um, the one is, like half japanese mm-hmm. they like got a lot of john lennon's like yeah. looks like the nose and like and stuff, yeah. his eyes and eyebrows and stuff you so he has sunglasses
1: on <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> um so yeah that's about john Re- uh, lennon's relationships and yeah very cool, very I, I, cool. I was very interested in this because i was like um uh, Cause I was gonna uh, Cause I didn't wanna do Like Bonnie and Clyde It's like no one, Who cares about Bonnie yeah. and Clyde And so I was like I never really like Knew about His like yeah. History with Joko Ono And all that and I just so, knew
1: that Everybody blamed her For breaking up the Beatles And stuff
0: Yeah and, and like From what I've read It's kind of partly true I think
1: Yeah
0: I think also like They had their own Arguments with each other mm-hmm. But I feel like she was Part of it And mm-hmm. um so again, yeah, I learned a lot cool. about them.
1: So. Yeah, thanks for thanks for that. Thanks for the abbreviated version.
0: Oh yeah, there, there's a lot more I could have gone into, but that would we're be at forever. 30 minutes almost.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's all right. Okay, so uh, as I said, I'm gonna I was gonna pull up her her singing. I'm putting in quotes. Okay. So this is her at an art show. This is on just from YouTube. Somebody published this like eight years ago, but. This is like basically what she does. She just comes out. You can see her if you want (laughs) to. The guys like try not to laugh in the back. This is like, she has like albums like this. I'm pretty sure like. Now she's coming. <laughs> so, yeah, okay, I don't want to subject too much. She's, she's walking on a needle bed. Yeah.
0: I mean, I just let's move
1: on. Yeah, this is pretty good. Like, they have what? the lyrics here, and they're just like, ah, ooh, ah, ooh, ah. And then, just real quick, one of the comments I read was, when the first sprinkle of shower hits you. <laughs> yeah so that's her uh singing career that's how that is going well what? i first heard of that uh because i listened to adam corolla his podcast and mm-hmm. he, he always like talks like i mean rightfully so because her that's how she sings that's how she does events like that's not that's nothing that's not anything that's just yelling into a microphone
0: yeah, I guess you just gotta, like, be with a, like, super famous musician, and mm-hmm. then after he dies, you can do whatever the fuck you want, and get so. successful. Oh
1: my god, that was, yeah, that's just a taste of what she sounds like, guys, so, anyways. Alright, well, thanks for that, that was, uh, that was interesting, I didn't know a lot of that stuff. Yeah. I and just, yeah.
0: I wonder, like, what happened in that session that, like, the um, hypnotherapy, like, cause yeah. that completely changed him. So, mm-hmm. like, what the fuck did she do?
1: Yeah, I don't know.
0: <sighs> oh, well. All right. R.I.P. John Lennon. Yeah. Uh, also, like, her, his first wife also died in 2015. Oh, okay. So, R.I.P. to her, too.
1: Do you have a favorite Beatle, or no?
0: Mm, I like Paul McCartney. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm partial to him, too, I guess. But, um, They're all good, really. Yeah. Can't really go wrong. Okay, let's, let's move on to... Uh, <laughs> Something completely unrelated. Actually, it's not even related to dating either, but it has to do with Questioning Florida. So let's talk about Questioning Florida. And um, hopefully you haven't heard of this one, but um, it was a no-brainer when I saw this one um, because it's just... it's just funny. Okay. Florida security guard documents farts online for six months gets fired immediately. Why? <laughs> that's your question?
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's... Well, because, well, I mean, that's not, like, anything bad. Oh, why
1: did he get fired?
0: Yeah. <laughs> was he, like, doing it during the job? Yeah. Oh, maybe
1: that's that. <laughs> Yeah, he was. That was, the, that was probably the his downfall. So, I was reading... I read a couple of articles about this, and his name was Doug, but he was... He, <laughs> okay,
0: now I'm picturing <laughs> Doug. <laughs> what? No, I'm just picturing Doug doing D- this. Just,
1: yeah. Doug Funny.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, How's a friend do his laugh? Like, <laughs> hart, hart.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Skeeter? Skeeter. <cute>. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he, he started sending, like... Uh, he had like a group text, I guess, with some friends, and he sent like a fart. And then they started calling him Paul Flart because <laughs> of like they were like Boo. security guard and Paul Blart. So they, um, he became known as Paul Flart. Um, from Florida, recently terminated after his employers discovered his farting at work Instagram account. That account went viral with over 70,000 <laughs> followers, and it was all over Reddit, all, all, all these compilations. Um, and, um, so basically he just has the whole video on YouTube, like a minute and a half of, um, just him looking at the camera and farting. And I'm going to play a little bit of it for you. So you can...
0: God, it's like...
1: That one was like a question.
0: Like, what the fuck does he eat? I don't
1: know. I mean, does okay, does he just
0: eat Taco Bell everything? Yeah.
1: this guy is a heavy set guy, so I mean, and there's like some crazy ones in there, but I'm not gonna play the whole thing.
0: Yeah, some I don't of them see.
1: do not sound healthy at all. I just wanted to get an idea of what. Yeah. To yeah.
0: I'm not a big fan of farts. <laughs> I
1: know. They, are are really
0: big, they don't really make me laugh.
1: <laughs> I mean, I can't say the same. It depends how they sound. The, None of those... I mean, I guess I was laughing, but still.
0: Like, the only time the, like, farts ever make me laugh is, like, when the dog farts in his sleep, and he's <laughs> like, what?
1: Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is pretty funny. And they wake themselves up, and yeah. they, like, scourge of themselves.
0: Yeah. That's yeah. funny.
1: Um, actually, so I was watching uh, one of the other sites. They had... He, he was, like, live on Instagram while he was getting fired. He was driving up to the lot, and... He, like, had his phone out, but he had it, like, down here, like, you know, at his mm-hmm. waist level looking upwards, and he was talking to, like, you know, his boss, and like he was like, we have to talk, man, like, a Can't lot of farting. people, a lot of people are upset, and, um you know, they started, you know, he was telling him, he's, he's, like, and he was getting mad that he was recording, he was on Instagram Live, he was on the Live. He's like, you can't be recording. This is uh, hospital property, you know?
0: And it's like, you can do that when you're back home, but at work, <laughs> you gotta work.
1: Yeah. I mean, he was working. He was sitting there. <laughs> I don't know how much he needed to do. I guess he was, had a lot of time to fart. Uh-huh. Um, But basically, like, yeah, he got fired, and then like, I, he kept telling him to turn it off, and he's like, I'm not showing any company logos or anything like that. Like, I'm, I can record or whatever, and and he let him go and then you can see all these people in the chat who were like who we're like hey uh, go Paul Flart and stuff uh, So' dumb yeah so
0: I wonder if he's married
1: <laughs> I don't know <laughs> and then uh, funny part is he like he started a GoFundMe and everything and he he actually is trying to like... He's trying to, like, make a living doing, like, farts. farting. <laughs> farting.
0: Well, and I'm he, sure. What are those people that, like, make the sounds for, like, movies and TV and stuff?
1: Oh, um, Foley artists?
0: Yeah, maybe you would be one of those. <laughs>
1: maybe. <laughs> just use real farts? Yeah. And if you look around here, you know, they have a Patreon for, yeah. like... So he has Paul Flart, the Fart Authority, and Paul Flart is creating farts. And it's just, like, you can go to patreon.com slash Flart. I don't think you'd want to but that's basically what he's trying to do as his next career move and he's actually 31 years old which is the same as me so I feel a little bit better
0: about yourself <laughs> about yeah about
1: myself I only do it at home for uh, no money but <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> um yeah so that's uh that's the questioning Florida segment <sighs> This
0: is why like people like <laughs> Uh, like all around the world have like this impression of like Americans, you know, like person mm-hmm. dumb and like Yeah. In you know, my part, of it's mm-hmm. true. Not trying
1: to capitalize on the stupidest things. Yeah. 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 So that's Paul Flart, story of Paul Flart. Let's get into <laughs> is,
0: it, is it I'm still debating if it's worse than Paul Blart.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Actually the Paul the first Paul Blart or was it? One of them had Anna ferris in it, and that one yeah. was not bad. <laughs> what
0: do you say? I just, like, after like, The Zookeeper, I hate that, I hate that Kevin
1: thing. James? Yeah. Yeah. He can be funny sometimes, but, yeah, he doesn't make the best choices. Okay. <laughs> so, let's get into our next segment, the, the popular Spot the Fake segment. Except this time... Is, making it, is it popular? It's very popular. All six of our listeners... <laughs> widely approved so this time I'm going to do spot the real
0: oh spot the real spot this the is... real okay
1: so basically there's going to be three titles
0: I did, I, did you just like give up on trying to trick me to, to see which one's the fake one and well no because
1: I got you last week so what's up <laughs> oh you did well not last week but two weeks ago because that was the technically the last new one yeah, I remember? It was the, uh... Oh, yeah. I don't remember what topic it was, but I remember... Murder? You, yeah, murder. It was the, the nicknames.
0: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, those weren't stories. there's nicknames It's different.
1: Well, these aren't stories. They're not always stories. I had Lifetime movies. I had nicknames. Actually, they're never stories. They're just, like, <laughs> names and stuff. Anyways. Okay. Okay. So, these are, uh, like, dating or relationship related TV shows. Okay. I looked up ridiculous TV show names. But this one might be a little harder because you have to guess the one real one, and I made up two. Actually, it might be easier for you because you can point out what I come up with, right? I don't know. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. find out. Uh-huh. All stay right. Stay tuned. All right.
0: Till right
1: now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stay tuned. Three seconds from now. All right. Which of these TV shows is real? I'm just going to give you the title of each one, okay? Okay. Virgin Harry... Okay. Sperm race.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Boxing for love.
0: Okay. Same. Same again.
1: Boxing for love. Sperm race. Virgin Harry. Which one is real out of those?
0: Oh, okay. I, I, I'm starting... Okay. Um,
1: <laughs> You're starting what?
0: No, no. I, I was trying to spot the one that was fake, but not to think of the one yeah, that was fake. Yeah, you have to think out. of...
1: I made up two of these. I made it a little different. I, you got to keep you on your toes, you know. Don't okay. let you get too confident in this game.
0: So, I think the real one Say them again one more time.
1: Okay. Sperm race, mm-hmm. Virgin Harry, Boxing for Love. Is there one that you that comes out to you like it's definitely fake? Uh,
0: the Boxing for Love. One. Okay.
1: So, it's between Sperm Race and Virgin Harry.
0: I feel like Virgin Harry is the real one. Is the real one? Okay. I don't
1: know. So let me just read the summary of the show and we'll see if you're right. In 2005, the man responsible for Big Brother on German TV embarked on a serious project about fertility. God damn it! Which involved 12 men competing to see who could get their sperm over the finish line i.e. to fertilize a human egg the soonest
0: yeah you know what and i and like i thought <laughs> I, I was gonna go with that one but then i was like maybe he's trying i'm to trying like,
1: to be extra out, dirty to
0: yeah yeah, to uh-huh. hey, yeah i
1: should just stick
0: to my gut next
1: time <laughs> you should um the winner got a red porsche porsche so i mean that's and
0: a kid Huh?
1: In a camp. <laughs> I <laughs> guess so It's true. <laughs> so, yeah, I uh, I don't know how long that show lasted, and that's all I know about it. I assume not very long. Yeah.
0: So. That, that would suck to be the kid that came out of
1: that. <laughs> right? It's
0: like, a part of a game show.
1: <laughs> yeah. So he would be, like, uh, 12 years old now or something, if he was born in, like, 2006, maybe. Mm-hmm. So um, let's hope that didn't happen.
0: <laughs> Wait, wouldn't when he? Wouldn't when no, yeah, you're right. be twelve.
1: I don't know why you're questioning my math. It's true. I, it's
0: <laughs> like whenever I do work, like I have to calculate their kid's age. Hmm. So I book by this website that like does it for me because like yeah. it's too much for me yeah. to do.
1: I, I still get confused about like if your birthday has passed or if it hasn't. Like how old you are at the time. You know what I mean?
0: Well, yeah, that's the, that's the thing though because some of our <laughs> I don't assessments like. I should like, know that by. Well, some of the assessments we do, it really, like, the chart we use to, like, get the scores really depends on their age, and so we have to be, like, exact with that. Yeah. And I don't trust myself, so that's why (laughs) I use the website.
1: Yeah, that's smart. I don't trust myself with stuff, and I just Google it or calculate it and stuff. Yeah. Okay. All right, let's get into my actually dating-related story. Okay. And um, I'll just breeze through this since we're already kind of running along. All right. I'm not going to read the headline because I want you to just kind of see what happens as I read it. Okay. Okay. And this is from CBS News. This is the headline or the uh, the story I got. So there was a Twitter user, BVDHAI, not very catchy. He tweeted this out. This this happened recently because I remember seeing it. Mm-hmm. Um, he basically had a, a chronicled a story of an odd Tinder interaction that he had when he was trying to show up for a date. Uh, this So from the article, the story he told was so cinematic that some may think it's fictional, but okay. it is definitely real because there was proof of it. So I'm reading from his, his Twitter. I'm about to tell you an epic tale about dating in the 21st century and the fall of human civilization. <laughs> this actually happened to me and it could happen to you too.
0: Uh... <laughs>
1: So a few weeks ago I was on t- uh the Tinder machine shopping my soul around and I matched with a very attractive young lady no bio fairly innocuous so he didn't think it was too much to it He said um, the woman identified herself as Natasha Ponte asked mm, that him
0: That sounds like a legit name.
1: Yeah. Asked him to text her. He did and then they started a light conversation which resulted in uh, her telling him that she was interested in seeing him sort of she said, um, actually, I have this huge presentation I'm working on for my job. Would you be offended if I got back to you in, like, a week or two when I've got more free time? You're cute, and I want to meet you. I'm just too busy right now. Okay, so, Yeah, so from his perspective, he, he figured she was going to try to ghost him. Like, just, she's just kind of trying to let him off easy. You know, you, yeah. have to, you can't be, like,
0: that's not- rude. But, no, you can be rude when you go someone. Like I go to plenty of people, and like I don't give a shit about.
1: It. <laughs> yeah. So, he just figured she was making an excuse to ignore him, and then in their you know texting relationship, a few weeks later, a new message popped up, and he realized she was not making an excuse. Um, she texted him and said, "Hey, I'm finally free. Lmao." <laughs> My friend is DJing near Union Square, so this was in New York, mm-hmm. around six tomorrow. I was wondering if you wanted to go for a bit. And okay. he so That's cool so, mm-hmm, far. so he continues. I'm like, well, I'll be damned. I genuinely didn't think she would message me. Um, he told her he would meet her at Union Square on Saturday, and like a good date, he showed up right at six o'clock. Okay. He yeah. He said he found uh, her Instagram profile beforehand and saw that she described herself as a singer, actress, and model, and that she has nearly 3,000 followers. So he was kind of hesitant about that, but he was like, whatever, I'll just show up and see what happens. When he arrived at Union Square, he waited for her near a stage that was set up in the park like she told him to. Finally he spotted her, but what she did next surprised him. She stepped onto the stage surrounded by about 100 people and some bodyguards. She gets the mic and is like, Thanks for coming out. I bet you're all wondering what this is about. And he tweets, uh, Yeah, what is this about? She then says, So, I know all of you are here. Uh, all of you here are on Tinder. He looked around at all the other men surrounding the stage. Then she says, I've invited you all here for a chance to go on a date with me. And then pre- proceeds to give a Hunger Games style speech about what it's going to take to date her. <laughs> So, (laughs) pretty bold, right? Yeah. Finally, it started to make sense to Spencer, and that's the guy's name. Mm -hmm. All the dudes there she found on Tinder and texted them the same thing. At that point, he decided to go home, saying he was too old for this game. (laughs) Other men duped by her stayed in the park. He took a photo of the scene before he left, showing uh, her on stage in an all-black outfit and several men gazing upon her, some with amused smirks, others dude, with, alert, uh, with a look of utter shock.
0: Dude, she has to have, l- l- like, narcissistic, <laughs> like, personality disorder. Because, like, this is, like, so extreme. Mm-hmm.
1: So, I'll tell you the reason she had for this, supposedly, according to her. But, okay, so, another person who corresponded with her on, on Tinder... Uh, Invited, or hold on, uh, yeah, and uh, so there was another one that, like, kind of he, he commented on his Twitter. This, all of this was on his Twitter story, and he was like, Oh, yeah, I was one of these guys, too. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he, they provided a video showing a group of people gathering about around the stage. Is she
0: even that hot?
1: Um, I can find her. She was alright. I mean, like, uh, <laughs>
0: like, is she like.
1: Well, if you want to Google while I'm talking, um, Natasha, and then... Wait a
0: doo, doo, doo.
1: Yeah, so um, she basically told all those people the same thing.
0: Natasha. And her last
1: name is A-P-O-N-T-E.
0: A-P-O... Okay.
1: Yeah, they already have her. I guess just go to images and see.
0: Instagram. Let's see.
1: Yeah, there you go. So another video shows there were some of them were actually participating in her Hunger Game style dating. Like they were sprint, they did like a sprint, and they were like uh, there was just like a large crowd gathered around them to see like who would win or whatever.
0: I mean, I guess. I mean, is that attractive?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're on Tinder, you're already kind of like, I'll settle for. You know, just someone that wants to hook up or whatever, so...
0: Yeah, she's kind of, like, too skinny. Like, look at that.
1: Yeah, little Disney princess.
0: Yeah, no. See, like, I... I mean, I get that, like, people want, like, women to be thin, but, like, there comes a point where, like, they're too thin.
1: Yeah.
0: Calm the F down.
1: So, she said that she did it for, like, a social, like, experiment about dating. And, like, dating in the current, you know, climate and
0: stuff. I, I don't know. how so it was like I, I thought social like,
1: commentary about how th- easy it is, I guess. I don't know. Like, I don't know.
0: <laughs> I can't think of any, like, sociological research. Yeah, I even, feel like, like it was so, just get attention and like, get so, a story on yeah, her. Yeah, like, yeah.
1: She was on, like, Good Morning America and stuff, so it was just, like, it seems like it was a just a ploy to get some fame yeah. and have a story in the news but but that was pretty
0: i'd be <laughs> terrible at being an instagram model <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're still looking through her instagram
0: yeah because i'm just like like she, okay so here's one where she's like it's she's in a bathtub and it's like all red like yeah. dude i the whole I the coloring
1: is red that's yeah, kind of weird
0: Yeah, like, I don't have, I don't care about, like, taking pictures of myself or anything like that. I feel like these people that, that take, like, these so many pictures, like, of themselves and post post it online, like, I feel like they have, like, such low self-esteem about themselves, (laughs) you know? That they have to, like, do, like, the perfect pose Mm -hmm. and put the perfect filter, and it's like, I don't got time for that shit.
1: Yeah. So, um... Yeah, his his Twitter thread went crazy and like uh, retweeted over ten thousand times and so many replies and he just kinda said, Thank you everybody for listening and he's just kinda like he he was a good sport about it and I think what I read was um she did pick a winner, but it didn't work out, obviously. it's mm. <laughs>
0: like how like the whenever people win the Bachelor or whatever else. Yeah, it, it, it never, never works, works out. out. I wonder why.
1: It's very rare. So yeah, there's the uh yeah, good luck dating everybody when you have people doing shit like that.
0: Yeah. Um, That's why, like...
1: Thank God we're over that phase. Yeah,
0: like, I know, like, I feel like some people are like, well, you didn't, like, date, like, for a long time, and, like... Because, like, I I got with you, like, when I was, like, 21. Mm-hmm. So, and I was like, eh, I did my time. Like, I don't... <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. It's fun, like... Getting to know new people and like getting free food. You 22
1: stuff. or late in your 22s.
0: No, I was 21. Because, like, I, I had gone. Wasn't it in
1: 2014?
0: Well, yeah, but like, I turned 22 in oh, December. Oh, okay.
1: right, you're right. I forgot yeah. you have a late-ass birthday.
0: Yeah. And so, like, you, you know, like, I've been like, yeah, is. Through yeah, all I don't know what
1: text. you're doing. Just kidding. <laughs>
0: No, I'm just saying this, like, it's, you know, you get over it after yeah. a while, and, like... It
1: does seem very tedious, and...
0: Yeah, and so I'm, like, eh, whatever, like, I feel comfortable where we're at, and, you know, like, and I don't p- feel like going through, like, all the bullshit of, like, dating and all that stuff. I mean, if I have a good thing that works, great. I'm gonna stick to it.
1: Yeah. For now. I mean, some people find it right away, some people, it takes a long time, but... Yeah. Yeah, so. it's just it, it happens in different ways, I guess.
0: Yeah, I mean, I didn't expect us to like, I didn't expect me to like, be in a serious relationship for like a while, but then you came along and like, yeah, so you ruined that.
1: Yes, <laughs> seriously, if I had to like, be in the dating scene right now, I'd you'd be not,
0: terrible. I would like be
1: like. <laughs> God, it's horrible. Turn off. We'll have her in the background as we close out. No. Yeah, we got to. We, we got way long. All right, Yoko, Mindy, and Josh. Let's go ahead and raise our glasses. Okay, hurry. I wanted this to stop. <laughs> <laughs> that was really hard. Go so grab a refill and bye. Okay, Bye. Thanks for that. Thanks for the abbreviated version.
0: Uh, just, <laughs> uh, just, just, just let's move on.